following podcast contains adult language and isn't suitable for all audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Unpressable defects, 175. I'm Pat Sajak, and I'm here with Jimmy Linguini to talk to you tonight about comic books. Jimmy, take it away. I don't know if that was a good intro. It was like a, I think it was like a semi-good intro. I'm not, I'm not sure on my confidence of that intro. You know what I mean? I gotta mute. Yeah, sorry. You gotta mute what me? No, I, I gotta mute. I gotta, I gotta mute the 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 podcast playing in the background. So I'm sorry, but, my, my uh, intro was weak. But hello, everybody. Our, la- our last show was really bad, so I uh, invited you back, uh, Mr. Ultra Maximus. Make it worse uh, to our show. Well, I mean. It can only get better from here. I keep saying that, but then somehow I somehow keep making it worse. So that's also something to think about. But you can also blame it on me now that I'm here. Well, I mean, I could. I don't know. I don't know. So yeah, this is episode 175. Milestone. Um, it's been a yeah big milestone. Been a good week, I think. Um, been a light week on week on comics, but uh, I did uh, I did have an update on the reunion I was trying to put together of unpressable defects. Um, it's been a few weeks, but I was finally able to uh, get a hold of Sean. And uh, well, here I'll just let I'll just let you guys judge what. Uh, no. Um. And uh, this this is what he is. So, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It, it could happen still. Um, I, I'm not I'm not really sure, really. But I mean, I think it could still happen. I mean, we're still good to go, um, right? No. But I don't understand your reaction right now. Why are you having that reaction? Because uh, I didn't know this was going to be uh, your your outline for this evening. Because the outline you gave me didn't have any of this shit on it. So, you know. Yeah, I don't usually do outlines. I just go off the rails. Yeah, you see, you're off the rails on a normal. It's hard, it's hard to reason with the unreasonable. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I guess that's where I'm going with that. Have I left that on the screen long enough? Uh, I, think I don't know. So. I think that's fun. I mean, yeah, I don't I know. I roll the sleeves for this one because this is. Like I think when we live in a world where like people are crying about like, oh, this guy said he was gonna fight me, or oh, these guys said they were gonna meet me up, and then like two a week later or two weeks later, like you send these kind of messages, I think that's fun. Uh, but whatever, um, it is what it is. Um, yeah, I don't know. Any, any other comments? You you want to roll up your sleeves? What does that indicate? Uh, that means it's probably you're probably going to make me do some work tonight, so I might as well get my arms ready. Well, you ready might want to dig a ditch. Um, <sighs> I don't know. You you about to bury, you about to bury me too? <laughs> Can you imagine that would be fun. Um, oh, I don't know. I, I just I just uh, wanted to share that. I don't know. It seems like a good week this week. I was able to pick up some books. You pick up any good books this week? I picked up a total of four books, and two of them are the same book, so probably not. What were the ones that were? Uh, I picked up Powers of X. Oh. Oh, yeah, you forgot about that one, didn't you? No, I saw them. I just, like, nobody's talking about them. I picked up this, though, this um, a Buffy and Angel event, Hellmount, because I follow Ross Ritchie on Instagram, and apparently it's already in third printing. So I don't know what's going on with Boom, but, like, I'm not really enjoying how they play the spec game, but it is what it is. Yeah, I also picked up that book, this, the J. Scott Campbell Spawn 301. So... I had to dig through 20 copies to find one that was like not scraped up. Like even though the cardstock's thick on that book, it's, it's messed up. When you say scraped up, like I saw ones that had like a scratch on the back here 
and this one kind of has like a small one. I'm confused by that, by that terminology that you use. Well, I don't know. Well, no, I saw deep scratches in the cover. I mean, I just like this cover. Um, so that's, that's why I thought it was a good book to pick up, but who knows? I mean, it's fun. It's J. Scott Campbell. I mean, it's not going to go anywhere. I mean, I don't think any of those, the spawn books are no, so speculated on I, at this point. I, I bought to read, honestly. I did pick this up too, though, this uh, Cobra Kai 1 in 10 variant, which uh, I don't think that's going to go anywhere. Either. It gets signed by like the cast of the show, but who knows, man? I think somebody said something on Comic Book Wars last night. There's one less person on the cast that you're going to be able to get signed because the dude just passed away like two weeks ago. Yeah, well, it's called Johnny's Story. And yeah, the actor who played yeah. Johnny died. Yeah. So... I also picked up this one for the cover. I don't. Did you? Did you pick this this up? The Harley Joker book. No, I wasn't going to give six bucks for that. It's the first DC uh, black label book with uh, full frontal nudity from a female. Okay, go on. That's it. No, I just made that up. It's not. None of that happens in it. But I do think it's a nice cover, and I think it's worth picking up just for the cover alone. And uh, Mike Mayhew does interiors, but uh, it's a nice book. But I th that was it for picking up books this week, I think. Any other books you think I'm, I'm missing out on this for this week? Um, as far as story-wise, probably. Spec-wise, I, I, I didn't really see anything that was really hitting this week. Nothing, nothing like nothing like the Immortal Hulk from two weeks ago. Oh. Key uncover. Well, when we were ending uh, last week's episode, um, there was some talk about. Uh, oh, Jimmy, you should see the uh, the Joker movie and give us your opinion. So I did do. I did see the Joker movie. Um, and you, how was it? Did you see the movie? Absolutely not. Oh, okay. So well, you I'm, so you can go ahead and spoil everything. Yeah, for there me might here. be some spoilers coming up, um, and I'm okay with that. So yeah, I went to see it in the IMAX. I went by myself. I think the worst part was like when I got there, somebody was sitting in my seat, and I had to be like, "Dude, get out of my seat." But he was also there alone because that's apparently uh, that that's apparently what you do. So uh, it was the Thursday showing. So I think it was like the first day of showing. I don't know. I didn't really like the movie. I think an hour in, I would have, no, not an hour in, like 30 minutes in, I wanted to leave. Uh, but I paid for the IMAX fee and all my popcorn was gone. So I don't think they would have given me my money back. Plus I paid on PayPal. So how do you refund PayPal? Um, how do you pay for movies via PayPal? You buy them on the computer and then it says checkout and you go PayPal. So I think I was kind of screwed on the on the refund part. So that's why I didn't walk out. But I didn't really like the movie. It got better. Like, but was it worth the the wait? I don't think so. And it just felt like it was just copying other movies. But I mean, I don't know. I'd say the movie was a good seven out of ten. But I wouldn't say it's like a Oscar winning movie or whatever. I mean, it's no Travolta and Fanatic, right? Well, that's the thing, and that's that's what I wanted to say. It was like I watched another movie. That was a lot like this Joker movie, and um, I think it was—I think it might have been a better Joker movie. Um, and it's called *The Fanatic* with John Travolta. And um, I don't know. All he wanted was an autograph, and 
and he ends up stalking a guy um and and he works on the the hollywood boulevard and it's just it's a good times so and then he ends up catching the guy and choking him then he goes into his house and kidnaps him and it's, it's amazing it's anyways the fanatic is a way better movie than the joker movie i mean hands down so if, if i had to watch another movie again i would pick the fanatic uh 10 times out of 10. okay but you would pick the fanatic over the joker yeah 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 well so right. i don't know man um i mean the, the fanatic wasn't the greatest movie of all time but either was the joker because i don't know just it wasn't good i didn't like it and it, it was slow Music was okay, but I don't know, man. I don't know. But see, everybody's trying to say that the Joker in this movie is what happens to people in society. They say it's a it's a story about mental health. Do you agree? It's a story about mental health. But I don't think it's like what happens in society. It's more about like a man's delusions. So I don't know. I don't think oh, it's like, well, we live in a society with a bunch of delusional people. Well, so, we, def uh, we definitely live in a society. Uh, but okay. um, I don't know. I, I just uh, I just wasn't a big fan of it. I, I don't know. Well, we'll see what the sales figures say. Uh, but uh, again, well, the sales, sales figures will be good because, again, it's a DC movie and, and it's the bad guy. But uh, it's just unfortunate yeah. that uh, Heath Ledger died because they would have done some great things with that uh that character in that movie franchise without what they're yeah, doing now. That's true. I agree. I will agree with that. I don't know, man. I just think uh, John Travolta makes a way better Joker than Joaquin Phoenix. So it's something to think about. I mean, John Travolta definitely dresses up as a clown in the fanatic. So I just think that's what you have to be thinking about. I don't know, man. I, I don't understand how you didn't like it though. Or how you didn't even see it? You haven't seen like I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. What a co-host. I'm sorry. Am I letting you down and making the show worse? No, I'm making it worse. What else I got going on? Um, yeah, New York Comic Con. They this was released. Did you see this book at all? I saw it just in the, the outline and kind of like heard about it. I've had a pretty rough work week, so I'm not really, not really doing well in comics right now. This was made available by um, Daniel Warren Johnson at his art artist alley table, and it was uh, for donations. So as you can tell, it's a, a book based on Luke Skywalker and Old Man Logan, and it's like a it's a combination of that. So the book seems to be selling for fifty to seventy bucks, and uh, I just think it's a really cool book. Um, but it's not canon, right? No, not it's not a Star Wars book. So it's not official, and I don't know, like, and so I don't think it can ever be like main go mainstream. Uh, but again, it's not it had it, it's not available anywhere else. And they did say that um, he might be making a Patreon where he'll make them available at some point. Wow. But, um, I'm not sure, but right now there's it's limited to 300, and they're all pretty cool. And and it's not like a art book; it's an actual comic book. Right. So. So have you been able to read it or, or anything like that? No, I just saw the one the one page, and I just think it's a cool book. Uh, I didn't I wasn't able to get any copies because I don't want to pay uh, the absorbent prices. But I'm kind of waiting for hopefully uh, either the prices go down or it's offered uh, a, a 
or a later printing is offered at some point that I can that's, jump in on. That's a pretty cool looking book though. So I don't know for New York Comic Con, that was really the only book that really struck out to me. Do you like how they're numbering all the, the Marvel limited editions that were available? Well, I mean, it, it that gets more into like the Marvel's going towards more of the investment speculation market. And I think that's good if they want to sell books because it's easier to sell books if you number them. It's true. So, And then how about the uh, near riots that were caused with Spawn? Yeah, I thought, I don't know. I didn't really get confirmation on those, but from what I read, it did sound, uh, did sound kind of chaotic. Like Sunday was supposedly some crazy stuff. People getting ran over in order for people to try to get a gold I thought, they, I thought they shut down the sales on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, yeah I think they might have or some some along those lines. I wasn't there, so Todd, I cannot confirm. Todd gave a bunch out at his at one of his signings. He gave uh, a bunch of the gold ones out. Yeah. And I mean that book's what it's in the fifty to eighty dollar range at this point. So the gold ones? I think yeah. it's more than that. Oh maybe I'm thinking silver. I don't know. Whatever yeah. the fifteen hundred one is uh all those books seem to be doing good and they're all they're spawn books so every every one of the spawn convention variants that have been released in the last year have done very well spawn i remember has never been at this point um right. it's never been this popular uh when these books have come out like the convention ones so i'm not sure if that helps or hurts long-term investment on them well what, what about the very first matina store variant that they did with scorpion where they were limited to 666 copies remember that one I, I, I don't think there's enough of them out there to go around. So yeah, I think they still command pretty good price in the aftermarket. But then I know the Canadian one, which I guess is the second Matino one. That one was like doing okay. It hasn't really. And the price has kind of dipped on those ones. Well, I know that two ninety nines still do well because some of them were five hundred copy. Yeah. Huh. You you got somebody who wants to be brought on the show. Who? Adam Anthony. Oh, I put the link in the chat. Um, what else we got? Um, oh yeah, so I think like New York. We talked about Bitterroot last week, or at least I did. Uh, but um, there was announcements for Bitterroot and Gideon Falls this uh, at New York Comic Con, and both of the books seem to have gotten a nice little bump from those. So it just kind of shows that you or reinforces that you buy on the rumor and sell on the confirmation. So I don't think these are books that you should be buying, but they're definitely books that if you have them, you should be selling at this point. Yeah. Because who knows if these projects will ever actually happen, um, especially when, once this Bloodshot movie comes out, because I, I think we might learn that this company is going to be dead on arrival if the movie sucks. So who knows? I did see that McFarlane was making a statue, though, for Bloodshot, which I think might be a good sign, but uh, who knows? Who knows and th man? there's a McFarlane documentary coming up, too. Yeah, on sci-fi. Yeah. There's also that Stanley presentation movie that comes out at some point on ABC. Um, and speaking of Stanley, did you see that uh, that Stanley variant that sold for four hundred and fifteen bucks yesterday? Yeah, that's the one that you would get if you went to the taping of the Stanley. Um, it's Marvel Celebrate Stanley. It was in New York. Yeah. At, at, it was the day after New York Comic Con. They had a thing in uh, at some theater and. Uh, so I don't know how many people there are going to be selling their copies. I know a lot of people were industry folk and a lot of people were like the creators. So we'll see what happens on that. But that uh, is supposed to premiere at some point this month. 
and that Not could have sorry this year. But ABC, uh, so how limited though? How limited were, were those books compared to like let's say the Disney D twenty three black and whites? These weren't these books weren't for sale. Right, and neither were the D, neither were the Disney D twenty three black and whites at SDCC. Um, okay, well, it's not as limited. Uh, it's not limited to twenty five. Uh, so it was. It's a theater that has at least two hundred and fifty seats. I would be. Uh, I would okay. imagine it has about two hundred fifty to four hundred seats in the theater. So, uh, the, and I w also wouldn't be surprised if Marvel sent them out to retailers, like one per. But we'll see what happens there. I don't know. And right. I saw Rob Liefeld's thumb through his copy, so it seems to have a lot of like blurbs, and I don't know how much comics are in it, so it seems more of like a comic magazine. But who knows? Who knows what's uh, what's happening with that? I mean, I definitely don't. But uh, two, there were two sales yesterday. One was for fifty dollars; it was a buy it now, and the other one was for three hundred and something. Four fifteen. Uh, oh, it's four fifteen. Yeah. Four fifteen. Oh. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I thought that was interesting as well, but uh, who knows? In this day and age of uh, of Stan Lee spec, it seems like a good book, but who knows? Like what anybody's going to really think about it in uh, a few weeks? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Well, they're going to forget about it in a few weeks, just like they do everything else. Well, I mean, I think if there's like rated copies and people are somehow able to secure nine eights, but I don't know if I don't think anybody at the time of the showing would really think that that was what was going to happen with it. Oh, you don't carry around a BCW box with Mylars everywhere you go? Like, in my car, I kind of do, but, I mean, I'd have to go to my car. This is what it looks like, by the way, and, um, yeah, so it was uh, at the new Amsterdam Theater, so it would be however many seats are in that theater, but the cover looks okay. I mean, I don't know. It was more like a program magazine that you'd get, but who knows? Who knows, my guy? But it's still pretty cool collectible stuff if you're a big Marvel fan. So, kudos yeah, to you fan. I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. Did you watch uh, this this uh, Back Woman TV show on CW that premiered on Monday? No, I just sent you the picture that you won't put in the outline. So at New York Comic Con, they announced that uh, Rachel Maddow was going to be in this. Um, I can't remember who she's playing, but she's playing somebody, some loser. Okay. But apparently it's the lowest turnout from an audience for any of the CW, like any debut CW show. And uh, I haven't heard anybody say like, oh, I watched it. It was great. I haven't seen anything like that. So Yeah, it sucks because the character's good. I just hope they do her justice. But, you know, it's, all, it's one of those things, man. Comic books are always going to be better story-wise than the TV will ever be. Yeah, the way it's looking, it might get canceled after the first season. The way it uh, seems to be turning out, but who knows? They might just do two seasons just so it doesn't look like a complete failure. But doesn't maybe look good right now. But then they'll probably put her in a team show. She'll probably be on Legends of Tomorrow if that's still even going. I don't think it is. Uh, see, I, I, I fell off watching a lot of the CW shows too, man. Flash was good for a while, but then stopped watching it just like everything else. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I, I think Flash jumped the shark at King Shark. Flash. Flash jumped the shark at King Shark. Remember when King Shark showed up? What? No. Why would Why would anybody even See, watch that stuff? That's like garbage. Well, I mean, there was really good spec in that show, man. I did really well on uh, all the Flash appearances for the show, and Kate Frost and. 
Firestorm. And, yeah, yeah uh, those books did those books momentarily did well. Yeah, it's just like everything else with, with the with the flash in the pan that it is, you know, with the news cycle that we're in. So we get news cycle on on a book being hot, like Silver Surfer eighty two. It's hot for a week and then it's dead. DOA. And then when the guys who are trying to flip it because they bought a good one for cover price get the book a week later and go to list it and it's back at cover price again. So speculately, in other words, and, and do your research and all those other things and read books if you really want to speculate. But what do I know? The market's just in a weird place right now. So who knows? I'm noticing that there's not as many people in the stores on Wednesdays as there was two years ago. There's not as many people. Yeah. I don't see as many Wednesday warriors as I used to. I see more people. I don't know what stores you're going to, but I'm seeing way more people. And it seems, uh, it seems messy and I don't like it. And whenever like a key uh, alert goes off, I see like whack loads of people showing up. So it's just not, it's not something I'm a big fan of. Hmm. But I mean, what am I a big fan of? One thing I'm a big fan of is getting these kind of, is getting messages. You know what I mean? So, I mean, as always, you guys can send me messages. Not messages like this per se, but I mean, you can send me messages. I mean, I love getting messages. Um, so, who knows? Somebody send Jimmy a message in a bottle so he can remove this thing that's on screen. I, I, am a mess I do like messages in bottles. That's, that's true, too. Um, I don't know, though, man. I don't, I don't know. That's all I have for this week. You have anything you want to talk about? You have way more than that for this week. You just didn't use all the cool pictures, but it's okay. What else did I have to talk about? I, I mean, you, you didn't have stuff to talk about, but you just had, you know, pictures in there. You had one picture of Ruby Rose going like this. Then it adds like nothing to anything. It's hilarious. To, in what way is that hilarious? <laughs> it's like, hilarious. Look, it, it's, how is that hilarious? Because Ruby Rose is uh, all about that, so you know. Like I know sometimes, like I act like I'm 12 years old, but come on, man. I'm married. I'm not dead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shit, Jimmy. Come with some slack. It's just, it's just weird. I don't know. It seems it seems like a lighter than usual New York Comic Con. Not a lot of things were. Uh, there wasn't any like real new news, um, unless you think Donny Cates taking over Thor is new news. But I don't. No, care. I think I think all the good stuff was re revealed at SDCC. So, and then D twenty three. So, yeah, Marvel's not really using that platform anymore. And, and honestly, the speculation on. Independent titles is kind of reminiscent right now of the black and white market of the eighties, where there's a the lot of really market of the eighties going on. Yeah. Oh, did you not know that there was uh, the same kind of hype, uh, that speculation hype for black and white comics back in the nineteen eighties, seventies, eighties, I believe. I'm listening it, to you. Go on. Well, well, then it crashed, of course, just like anything else did, because no, there was a there was a for indie comics. Yeah. There was a big indie comic rise. Some were black and white because they were cheap. Yeah, it wasn't. They weren't all black and white. It wasn't like a black and white genre. But no, it's it's the same principle that the you know the independent titles are approaching today. Boom Studios is one of them. Low print runs, uh, you know, for s stories that maybe get an option at like their second or third issue. But who are these companies that are optioning these stories, and what happens to them 
after the story ends and the story never gets actually made in anything. There's just people who are holding on to rights. So you have a lot of people. Oh, Hello, Blind Adam. How are you doing? Blind Adam. Mr. Maximus, how you all doing? What's, uh, what's going on this week with you? I think we're ending soon, but uh, what's going on this week with uh, comics that you want to talk about? Well, I got, I got a cup. I got one of those Spawn Gold 300s. I heard that you could have bought two, but you only bought one. Is that accurate? Yes, because the idiots who run the image booth didn't tell me I could buy two. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I would have bought, I would have been like, I'll take 10, please. Yeah, I should have. But that it was like a, it was like a, a fist fight and a, and a, and a I seen the strip club brawls that were that were more organized in that line. Oh, so there were there fights in the line? Okay, this spawn gold is nuts. No, but I, excuse me, Sorry. Ultra Maximus. Blind Sorry. Adam is telling us about how it was very rowdy and that he saw like fights that were on par with strip club fights. So. Well, I'm looking at all the sold listings on eBay for the Spawn Gold 300, and some of them are up $385, $400. And uh, you got people with buy nows right now asking $500. Yeah. Adam could have bought two, but he, he didn't know. So, whatever. Yeah. Um, were there fights? Like, I heard there was somebody in a wheelchair that almost got knocked over. Is that accurate? Yes, it's, it's, that's very accurate. Oh, wow. Corroborated the story. <laughs> no, that's nuts. Yeah, that's that's horrible. That 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 goes to show that the culture of uh, people at SDCC obviously are as toxic as uh, we're being labeled in other places and other chats. Were you able to see anything else cool at New York Comic Con? I I saw the first episode of The Watchmen, which I think is going to be stuck, which was stuck and amazing. It was amazing. Like yeah, I just got a key collector alert that said that he just like listed the characters for Watchmen, but. I mean, if they showed it at New York Comic Con, I thought we would have known by now. Yeah, they showed the first episode, and it was amazing. That's good. Uh, yeah, apparently I, Mime I, and Mime and Mar Marionette are in it, and their first appearance is Doomsday Clock. So that's probably why I sold my Doomsday Clock hash can. Probably. No. Yeah, because because those two uh, were were. I missed an issue or somewhere in their Doomsday Clock, and I stopped reading it. So, but I do remember the earlier issues when they were introduced. There's a lot of uh, yeah, they're, they're introduced in number one. Yeah, so there's one has a pretty high, it has a pretty high print run, but there is that uh, that ash can that was sent. That not not that sent. It was at a con that it was given out at like a comics pro. I can't remember. It was New York Comic Con last year. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I think I bought Mel's coffee or something. I can't or somebody. I don't remember who I bought it from. Came back nine six, so that sounds like a Mel book. Garbage. We talk about Mel's gotten me drop in nine point eights before Doubt from it. mid from Midtown. Doubt it. Without a press, I swear to God. Doubt it. Guardians of the Galaxy nineteen. I don't know, man. A lot of people talk big game, but then like then you send them books that are like gung ho nine eight, and then you just sit and it's just like part of a submission, and then they press them and they don't come back nine eight, they come back like nine two, and you're like, what is happening here? I don't want to name any names. But again, if you guys want to send me messages, I'm always in the game messages. Jimmy. What? Anyways, any, any, um, but yeah, and anything else cool from New York Comic Con? Uh, the, the Cup of Joe panel is kind of cool, and I got one of those Daredevil 12 variants. You got one of the Daredevil 12, um, Quesada variants? Yep. That's cool. Nice. 
So, Adam, uh, did you hear anything about Ryan Reynolds and Netflix doing a Thundercats uh, series or movie? No, I did not. Uh, see, that's what I was hoping to find out at STCC or in New York Comic Con, but I didn't hear anything about that. Well, Ryan Reynolds was there to promote some other movie. Right. So, I, I don't think what you're asking happened. Who knows? But that's a rumor right now that uh, Ryan Reynolds is working with Netflix to do a Thundercats movie. Or so Netflix just wants to bring everything from the 1980s back. He-Man, Thundercats, She-Ra. Well, I mean, if they, if they bring Leprechaun with Warwick Davis, I'm I'm okay with it. No, it's okay. They ruined Rocco's modern life for Jimmy forever. Well, I mean, they maybe, it, me too. maybe it just success. wasn't good. Maybe Rocco's modern life wasn't as good as I remember. Maybe. Um, I mean, that's something that I'm willing to accept that I, I was into trash as a child. Um, so whatever. I mean, Power Rangers is still up there as amazing, I have to say. So whatever. I don't know. Which version of the Power Rangers? Oh, There's like a million of them. No, just the first ones. See, Power Rangers is good if you watch the opening scene, see who the monster is, and then fast forward through all the bullshit until they transform into the Rangers and form the Megazord. And then you can watch... Like forty episodes in, in, in like an hour. Because it's beautiful. So Wait, what? What was that? Amy Jo Johnson, the Pink Ranger, has a cute ass. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure she was the Scott, the childhood crush of many people. So, and then she was on Felicity too. And, um, and she also played a cop on some Canadian show. She has like a bunch of movies that she like directs and tries to promote. So like, wow. I see her in town all the time, and like she got divorced, and I could tell you some stories. I'm not going to, but um, there you was tell like, me, you tell me after the show that there was like some funny stuff going on at one point. But whatever, she's a nice person. So, I guess. So, anything else uh, you caught out there at uh, New York Comic Con? Uh, just some cosplayers picked up some back issues. Um, you know what? Uh, and then uh, was there only Thursday and Friday before? Because I had family obligations the rest of the weekend. No, no worries. Kind of jealous I didn't get to go. I haven't been to New York Comic Con since 1994. Did you, did you meet up with anybody there, though, Adam? Yeah, I hung out with, I, I met up with Mel for a little bit. Oh, anybody else? Um, let's see, I saw Tony for a few minutes. <laughs> Oh, yeah, how's that, how's that working out? You're still uh, right for comics heating up? Yeah. Um, until I probably get kicked off for the 15th time. I don't think they kick you off. I think they just have like a bunch of stuff. I think Tony just has the stuff, a lot of stuff he's working on. At least yeah, that's yeah. my understanding of it when I spoke to him. <laughs> I don't think they're kicking you off anytime soon. Oh, man. Who knows? Oh, yeah, I'm still right for comics heating up. He, he's just busy, um, all kidding aside. Yeah. But I think that's all we had, though, for this week. I don't like, I didn't really have that much planned, and I think we're doing like shorter episodes, right? Oh, we made so. it a half hour. Yeah, we made a half hour. I mean, I mean, it was painful, but it could have been worse. Um, well, that's what I keep saying, but then I, I keep getting it worse. I can, so. I can spend a few minutes with you and Captain Marvel Triple X if you all want. No. No, no, we shouldn't talk about porn. Anyways, we'll talk. We'll catch everybody later. We'll do the same place, same time, uh, everywhere. Thanks, everybody. Uh, thanks, Sackman, for uh, coming and joining us as my co-host. And uh, thank you, Blind Adam, for coming towards the end. Uh, we'll catch you guys later. Catch you thanks, later. Vanna. Yeah.